Welcome to Mental Health Matters with Marty, Season 1, Episode 4. My name is Martina Sellers, marriage and family therapist in the beautiful state of California where the sun is always shining. And I will serve as your host and mental health hygienist here on this weekly podcast. Each week, it is my desire to bring you an inspirational message to help you move from doubt and discouragement to encouragement and empowerment. Don't continue to suffer in silence, but speak up, speak out, and live. During this inaugural introduction week of my new podcast, I want to remind you that May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I am so excited, y'all, to be launching Mental Health Matters with Marty during this time. I want to share, shout, and state that mental health is for everyone. Do you hear me? Come on now. Mental health is for everyone. Listen, are you breathing? Then that means you. Yes, my brothers, that includes you too. Too often, we think that when we're discussing mental health issues, that the person advocating for mental health and wellness is speaking to everyone else except ourselves. But the simple fact of the matter is that if you are listening to this podcast, that lets me know that you value your mental health and congratulations to you. Don't give up on that. As I previously stated on other podcasts, mental health is an equal opportunity employer. What are you saying, Marty? I'm so glad that you asked that question. What I'm saying is this. We all have been affected sometime in our life by mental health and and in this journey called life, situations are going to arise that are out of our control. Listen, I felt depressed. I've been anxious. I've been uncertain. I've questioned things. I felt uneasy. And at some point in time in my life, I felt as if everything was caving in on me from all sides. The fact that you have felt those things does not necessarily make it a crisis but maybe a point of concern. However, how you interpret, react, and manage these emotions over time, which therein affects your thoughts and your behaviors, then begin to determine the nature of your mental health. And trust me, when it comes to your mental health, all social, economic, cultural, racial, sexual identity, religious affiliations, and all the likes are thrown out the window. Your mental health status in its untreated state does not care anything about these labels. Only we care about those things. We're the ones preoccupied about status and symbol. Who are you and what you know and how much money? Listen, nobody cares about that, especially when you're going through a crisis. The only thing that matters is that I get help and get the help I need at the time I need it to help deal with the situation that I'm going through. Left untreated I'm going to have a mental breakdown. And that's what's happening to too many of us. We are not treating it. We're not talking about it. We are not going to get any professional help. And then we try and put this mask and we suppress it and push it down. I I called this a couple episodes ago, the uh, shaken soda can syndrome. And then we just explode, explode all over everybody. At that point, it can be too late. So in the last episode, I introduced this thought of toxic thoughts. Toxic thoughts are like poison destroying the very fabrics of our mind. 
Our thoughts then become our behaviors. Why is that? Because our behaviors always follow our thoughts. Think about it. Our thoughts can and have made us sick in the past. I know that's been the case for myself sometimes. I have literally spoken myself sick. Now, if our thoughts are powerful enough that we can cause ourselves to become sick, then our thoughts are even more powerful to keep us calm, cool, and collected, according to Dr. Caroline uh, Leaf, with a little swag from yours truly. Remember, whatever you think about yourself is ultimately who you are and who you become. If you think negatively about yourself, then you have no expectations for yourself, and then you begin to focus on the negative. I then expect the negative. I then look for the negative. I then accept the negative. I then become the negative. You know that type. Come on. We all seen them. Perhaps that's even you. We have to stop giving toxic thoughts valuable mental real estate, as so eloquently stated by Dr. Leaf. Begin thinking more highly about yourself. You're worth it. Yes, you are. You're worth it. By the same token, in continuing that same process of toxicity, is toxic emotions. Too many of us are carrying this venomous emotions from broken relationships and childhood traumas and scars due to lack of parental support, neglect, abuse, and simply trying to survive. Emotions and thoughts are intertwined. They are like twins, very much alike and often appearing to be identical. In her study, Dr. Caroline Leaf continues to explain the relationship between the brain memory and body memory as it pertains to toxic emotions. Just the very thought of particular traumas in your life not only triggers an emotional reaction, but a physical bodily reaction as well. This is known as mind-body link. But I've come to offer some hope to you today, people. Listen, we have the power to break the chains of our toxic thoughts and our toxic emotions. We can use neuroplasticity to retranscribe our brains. Neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neurological connections throughout your life. In other words, we can rewrite and change the wiring of our brains. Can you believe that? Listen, to transcribe the toxicity and to replace it with positivity. That goes back to the power of positivity, everything that we talked about back in episode one. You now become your own brain surgeon, and you didn't even have to go to medical school. You saved yourself thousands of dollars and some student school loans. But anyway, the brain is such a powerful organ. The brain is a muscle. The more you work it, the stronger it becomes. So why are you talking about the brain, Marty? Because it is the seat, the hub, the center of our mental health. Now, I've taken some of Dr. Leaf's theory and made it my own. I call it the stages of the power of positivity based on speak up, speak out, 
and live. Stage one, I call the process stage or speak up. In the process stage, there are three parts of that. Days one through four usually are the most difficult stages. And during that stage, you have to remind yourself as we're rewiring our brain of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Then days five through 21, a little bit easier process, but again, you have to be intentional about rewiring your brain. And then on day 21, this marks a change in our thinking process. Then that brings us to stage two, which is the press process. That's to speak out. During this stage of days 22 through days 42, you continue to reinforce and believe that which you are rewiring your brain to not only believe, but to think about as well. And then stage three, I call the proclamation stage or live. This is days 45 on. This is the acceptance stage, the living out the principles in that. So in order to do that, you have to go through these stages. Speak up, speak out, live. Stage one, the process stage. Stage two, the press stage. Stage three, the proclamation stage. Just as a reminder, in season one, this season in Mental Health Matters with Marty, it's all about speaking up. I've shared with you on some of the previous episodes from my upcoming Mental Health Matters with Marty book uh, on mental health and wellness. And the book title is called From Encouragement to Empowerment, 30 Days of Mental Motivation. We talked about I am enough. Yes, say that with me again. I am enough. And then we also talked about I am all right. Yes, say that. I am all right. And today I want to introduce to you I am okay. Come on, say that with me. I am okay. I, Martina Sellers, am okay. Now put your name in there. I, put your name, am okay. Again, I, Martina Sellers, am okay. Keep saying that. This is, again, in the process stage of speaking up that we're talking about. What are we doing? We are creating new neurological pathways because we're getting rid of the stinking thinking in order to put in there the power of positivity, the positive affirmations, the reaffirming of ourselves. Listen, To be okay, y'all, you know I love word studies and what that means. In its adjective form, it's, it's to be satisfactory, if you will. In other words, to be okay means to be all right, to be fine, to be in order, acceptable, up to the mark. I love that. Up to standard, up to par, competent, adequate, plausible, reasonable, quite good. And then on the noun form of that, this is even stronger. This is what I get charged about. To be okay means to be, to have the authorization, the approval, the seal of approval, consent, permission, endorsement. Come on. Sometimes you have to endorse yourself. The ratification, the sanction, the confirmation, the blessing, the go ahead. Come on. Uh, The green light, the thumbs up, and the say so. So so when you say that I'm okay, you're saying, listen, I approve of myself. So y'all, listen, I approve of this message. I approve of this affirmation because this is Mental Health Matters with Marty, and we approve of the power 
power of positivity. And in doing that, we are changing the neurological pathways of our thinking because we are walking in our strength. We are walking in our truth. We're moving from encouragement to empowerment in that. The fact that I am okay does not mean that I'm going to allow you to continue to spew, hear me when I say this, toxic thoughts into me any longer. Stop being a dump truck. Stop being a trash can. Stop allowing people to dump their thoughts and their toxicity into you. Listen, hazard waste cannot be dumped in here any longer. Listen, the fact that I'm okay does not mean that I'm going to allow my own toxic emotions to plague my behaviors and send me into depression, anxiety, and shame. Why? Because those are all negative feelings. Those are all negative emotions. As I'm pressing towards joy, as I'm pressing towards love, I don't have time for toxic thoughts and I don't have time for toxic emotions because they hang out like, uh, they need to be like grace and mercy, but they hang out like freaking frack, tearing up everything, and I'm not going to allow them to wreak havoc in my life any longer. The fact that I am okay does not mean that I am reliant on you for permission to live my best life. Listen, I'm living it with or without you. I would love for you to join me, but if you're going to be negative and if you're going to be toxic, I'm going to say, hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. Why? Because I am going forward my eyes are focused forward and not looking in the rearview mirror because as I press forward, what's in my past gets smaller and smaller to the point it disappears in the horizons of my past and I'm looking forward to the distance of my future. Uh-huh. The fact that I am okay does not mean that I need validation from you because I have learned to endorse, to ratify, to sanctify, to confirm, and to validate myself. However, please know this, y'all. The fact that I am okay does mean that I am giving myself a seal of approval. Yes, again, like I said earlier, I approve of this message. Yes, the fact that I am okay means that I am looking forward to a brighter tomorrow with each day that I live, and I believe in the power of positivity. The fact that I am okay means that I am changing one day at a time, one hour at a time, one moment at a time, one second at a time, and that's okay because my measurement does not equal your measurement, and I don't want you to put your instrumental tools that are very insignificant on my grand instrumental tools because my thoughts are very high and your thoughts are low. I choose like Michelle Obama says, I'm going to take the high road while you take the low. Come on and help me somebody. Touch your neighbor and say, take the high road. Take the high road. Uh-huh. The fact that I'm okay does mean that it's okay that sometimes I'm not okay in every situation and I'm going to give myself permission to understand my feelings and to process it so that I can make a wise decision. Then my thoughts then determine my behaviors. Listen, y'all, especially during this time of this pandemic, it's all right to take some time to breathe, to say, you know what? I need some time to think about this because 
I'm not going to live in anxiety and make bad decisions anymore. I'm not going to live in depression and do nothing, but I'm going to process this and make decisions, make educated decisions, make calculated decisions that are going to be okay, that's going to be all right, that's going to be confirmation that's going to be reasonable for me. Why? Because I am okay with that. You hear me what I'm saying? You gotta be okay with that. And I'm not going to allow gloom and doom to persuade me any longer. Listen, I'm going to learn how to speak well of myself. I'm going to learn to speak well to myself. I'm going to learn to speak well. Come on, speak up, my brother. Come on, speak out, my sister. Let's begin to live together. Not just any kind of lives, but live our best life because the best is yet to come. Yes, it is. Listen, listen, y'all. As we conclude this, I am so excited. I, I can't even tell you how excited I am. But I want to thank you for joining me for another edition of Mental Health Matters with Marty here on our podcast. You could have chosen any other podcast to listen to, but I'm so glad that you chose this one. Please share this podcast and invite others to join us. I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, in this journey called life. I don't want you to suffer in silence in the shadows of shame, but it's my desire to break the negative stigma about mental health and mental health wellness. Remember, always speak up, speak out, and live. Until next time, God bless.